Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. Connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael, what are we jumping into today? All right. First, I want to tell the people, you know what? Drop a comment, like, Mm-hmm. Just hit us up and just let us know what you think about what we're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes we have some things that, you know what, that's our personal opinion, maybe different from yours. Sure. So, you know, drop a comment, like, just give us some information, give us some feedback. We can have a dialogue back and forth. Yeah, we want to talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hit subscribe too, as well, if you're on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> hey, they, hey, they may let, forget let people know. the little <laughs> click button, the little, you know, the little bell. You click the bell, you know, you yeah. know how social media works. You know, you they know, know how what works. to do. Support us. Support us. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> we appreciate those that are already supporting too. So. Yeah. so today we are talking about who is in your ear, who right? Who is in your ear. Okay. So in relationships, right, you know, you have there's some dialogue and go back and forth, first of all, between you and your, and your significant other. Sure. But there's also some other things that can actually influence that other people that are outside, mm-hmm. other things that are outside that could cause, you know what, some influence on your relationship. So, like, you know, the first thing, you know, that I thought about, not when kind of we were talking about a little bit is, but hey, the first thing that's in your ear, the first least idea that's in your ear is yourself. Hmm. So if I'm not talking to myself right, how am I going to talk to you right? Wow. Yeah. We jumping right in from the jump. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I can go to the 12 foot and just, hey, that's how I used to do it when I was, hey, when I was little. Hey, I didn't worry. About, I didn't go to the three feet to the five feet. Mm-hmm. I went straight to the diving board. Mm-hmm. Dove straight in. Okay. That's you. Not, not all of us did that. Some of us, you know, we tiptoed a little bit. Y'all scary. Yeah, you know. Scary people. That's me, man. I'm Look, I'm, I'm that girl. I've, I know how to swim. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's not it's not ideal, you know. Yeah. I'd rather just chill out, watch y'all swim. You know Co- what I mean? Culturally, but, we don't, you know, we struggle. That's a whole conversation. But there are reasons, historical <laughs> reasons for that. Reasons. So. People, we need we need to be able to swim. We need to be able to okay. swim. But as we are swimming through this topic, so right. we are talking about getting down in there. Yeah. Who is in your ear? And what you're saying is the first kind of significant voice that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. is ourselves. The first voice that really speaks to us on that next level is what are we saying to us? Because there are some voices that speak before that, like your parents. Yep. Um, there are some other significant sounds, but how you develop your image of yourself when you hit kind of that age of accountability is yep. what are you saying to you when you're able to recognize yep. that? Yep. And like, you know, I think you and I were talking about this earlier as well. It's like whenever you're in a relationship, I guess the first relationship is not that you talk to yourself, but the first relationship is yourself. If I'm dealing with myself in a relation, relational way, is that, a, is that how you say that? Relationally? Mm-hmm. Rela- relationally. Relationally, I guess. Relationally, if I'm dealing with myself in a negative way, then you know what? How do I expect me to be able to handle somebody outside of myself? Mm-hmm. So if I'm having conversation or talking to myself in my headspace, right? Because most of us don't talk out loud bad about themselves. Mm-hmm. But internally, we do. I don't care who you are. I've done it. You've done it. You've done it. Everybody has done it, mm-hmm. has said some things in their mind that, you know what, they're probably, they wouldn't necessarily repeat in public mm-hmm. about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm not good enough for this. Or, you know what, I'm not strong enough for that. Or I don't have, you know, enough, you know, any this courage or whatever have you. 
for whatever situation they're trying to do in, right? First, we're talking about building a, a committed, strong relationship with somebody. Yeah. I don't make enough money. Some fellas may feel like, I don't make enough money, like, you know, to really get a woman yet. Ooh, okay. Hold on. We got to back up. Yeah. You, you covering mm-hmm. a whole lot of ground. Mm-hmm. So, first, there's, there's a uh, book that was published probably about 20 years ago, but it's a really good book. And okay. it's called The Battlefield is the Mind. Okay. It's by um, the author is Joyce Meyer. But the principle is where everything happens because all of your actions happen out of what you think like what what Mm. you do is what you think so if you think hey i gotta work hard then you work hard if you Mm -hmm. think man i'm gonna be successful in that then you're successful at that because your actions are dictated by what you think about so what you're saying and, and caroline leaf talks a lot about this too but what you're saying is if we're changing the way that we think about things, then we're going to change our behaviors, the way that we act about things and how we act about things has to do with how we relate to society, spouses, family, all of that. But as we peel that back, it's also not just how we think, but what we allow to repeat in our mm, own ears. I like that. So you can, you can tell yourself like, man, I got to do better. But then if it goes beyond that, man, I got to do better. I'm just, I'm just no good at this. I don't know right. why. Then you're repeating your own negative thinking mm-hmm. into your ear. And then it cycles, you know, like right. you, you keep repeating it and keep repeating it until it almost becomes your nature. Right. You know, like you, right. you say this thing over and over and over and over and over again, and you can kind of push yourself in a certain direction just because of what you say. Right. Um, I know we've talked about it a lot with sports. Um, you know, you played basketball and some of the people that have gotten the farthest, it doesn't mean that they were the most talented. That's true. You know, it's the That's people true. that work the hardest that said, man, I'm going to get up. And they told themselves, I'm going to get up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to, you know, do this many layups today. I'm going to do this today. I'm going to work out harder today. Mm-hmm. And they're the people that make it farther than even the people that are talented because talent is not going to get you where you want to go. It's going to be talent and work. You talent. know, That's true. talent and work. So what you're talking about as it relates to this is, yes, there are influences that are going to be there prior to your cognition, prior to that. And they can have a profound impact on you, either their presence or their absence. You know, right. like you're, if your parents were present in your upbringing, you're going to have a different experience. But after that, at some point, we have to be accountable for ourselves. We have to say, what are we saying? You know, my mom didn't say the right things to me. My dad didn't say the right things to me. This teacher didn't say the right things to me. But what are you saying to yourself? So we're kind of having this holistic conversation about what is it that we are telling ourselves? Who is in our ear? If we are in our own ears and we're telling ourselves something negative, then we're, our behaviors are going to be negative, our attitude about life and opportunity, and even our mate or our children is going to be negative. Right, right. And I guess I was just listening to what you were saying. I'm like, if I want to have a successful relationship, is it possible? And this maybe is a question, almost a rhetorical question, my question, your question, mm-hmm. your question, somebody's question. If I'm going to have a successful relationship, can I have that if I think bad about myself? Mm. Can I have, I don't know. I don't mean, I'm, I, that's a question really. I don't, I don't know if I have the answer for it. We can, can't maybe solve it right now, but that's something like, if I want to have a successful relationship, I don't care with my kids, with my spouse, with my parents, with whoever. Mm-hmm. If I have a negative thoughts or negative thoughts about myself, can I have a successful relationship with him? 
Yeah, I think that's a great question. So those of you that are listening, if you want to comment on that, if you want to, you know, put something down in the comments or if you want to send us an email or you just want to communicate about it, if you want to connect with other people, please hit us up info at fusedmarriages.com or um, go ahead and click that in the comment section. But I want to say something about that Mm -hmm. because I, I think that it's challenging if you perpetually think negatively about yourself. Um, I think it's important to have a spouse that you can share like, man, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a down Mm -hmm. moment. Um, And I think there are going to be ebbs and flows in life where you're going to be challenged in how you feel about you at any given moment. I know um, for all of my, my friends out there who have had children after you have kids, you don't feel like, some, some of some of y'all do. Some of y'all feel like the most beautiful. I did not. You know, like you, you don't feel good. You don't feel like upbeat and like, oh, man, you have this precious, amazing little human being. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't feel something negative. Um, there's this thing called postpartum depression. A lot of people suffer with it. And it's not commonly discussed. But that's a time when you might not feel that great about you. Um, if somebody like you spoke earlier about men, if you lose a job, and you feel like, man, this is what I contributed to the household, you might not be going through a season where you feel great about you. So it's really important to have a partner that you can be transparent and say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling today, you know, but it can't be I'm struggling every day without seeking right. some sort of outside help. And also being able to be prideful might not be the word, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes it's challenging for us to admit to ourselves yeah. and then even more so to admit to somebody else, hey, I might need some help. I might need some guidance. I might need to talk to somebody. Right. Um, so if you are perpetually feeling this kind of negative negativity, then you really should consider um, some sort of counseling because it can be something that might be beyond where you're able to um, achieve um, that yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about who was in your ear, right? Mm -hmm. And then we talk about the first person that's in your ear is yourself. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to figure out how to basically, I call it Mm self-talk. Got to wake up with some some good self-talk. Okay. Walk me through that. Yeah. So it's like. What does that sound like? You know, I mean, every night, right, you give our kids affirmations, right? When they go to bed. Mm -hmm. That's one of our routines, y'all. It's a real thing. She gives them like. (laughs) positive affirmations as they're going to bed so they can kind of think positive thoughts as they're laying down. Yeah. I ain't never seen that. I never knew about that until we had children. And I saw them like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, at first I was like, what is, what is this? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's needed though. You know what I mean? That's, that's helping them set, in my opinion, now set up that self-talk for themselves. Yeah. Right. They're two and four now, but they're going to be older. They're going to have to have some kind of information that they're going to have to speak to themselves. Yeah. And you gave them the words to kind of do that. So, Self-talk to me is like, okay, you know, as, as adults, like we got to say, okay, I know yesterday I may have some, you know, some situation may happen. Work might have been bad. Kids might have been driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. The spouse might have been driving, wife been driving me crazy, whatever have you. But today's a new day. Now I got to kind of, okay, bottle that up in a way to say, you know what? Not that it's gone away, but like, hey, now I got to get the situation kind of reorganized to move forward. Right. You actually talked about this um when we were talking maybe a couple of days ago, you were talking about how athletes do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those of you that don't like sports, y'all might be like, man, they talk about sports a lot, but sports is, you know, it's something that we both enjoy yep. and that has influenced our life. So um, one of the ways that athletes do it, according to what you were saying, is like you have to use that as momentum. Like, okay, so you missed that or somebody fouled you or something happened on the court. Okay, instead of like, being devastated that you missed that shot. You can't just stay there and you miss the, you know, you miss the layup. 
and now you're just going to stand there and look at the basket. Like, come on, you got to get back in the game. You got to use that. Say, yeah. okay, I missed that one, but I'm not going to miss this next one. Okay, I'm going to take the next opportunity. Right. Okay, you have right. to jump back in there with your teammates um, because your teammates are still depending on you. If you're the point guard and you just stand in there, like we missing a point guard, yep. you know? So it's the same in a marriage. If you, if you're the wife or the husband and something happened and now you're just, you're, you're totally stiff. You can't function. Okay. We still need you in the game. So there has to be something like, okay, we got to jump back in. We'll talk about this. We'll get this taken care of, but now we're in the game. Um, and I think that that's an important principle as we're talking to ourselves. you can't be on the court or in the game of life and be like, man, man, I did this and I did this because the truth is we all going to mess up at some point. Something is going to happen, whether it's, you know, something major that happened or something minor that happened. It's life is like this, you know? So today it might be not my day tomorrow. It might not be yours, but we got to help each other and be able to move forward. Um, And in this self-talk you we've talked to about, um, friends. So we, we talk to ourselves, mm-hmm. but um, I want to hear kind of what you would say, particularly from a men's perspective mm-hmm. about, you know, your homeboys, your, you know, the fellas, like, what do y'all, how, what does self like self-talk sound like? You know, what do you do with that? What does self-talk sound like? Or what do male friendship? Yeah. How does that influence like? with, when you're in your ear? Good and bad. Good and bad from somebody else. Yeah. So first of all, men, are the worst relationship people advice you can get from like, Oh, cause you might get some comments on that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being dead. I'm talking about from man to man. We give an okay. advice. And, and generally, speaking, generally speaking, most men do, do not give good relationship or advice. Mm-hmm. They can give encouragement, mm-hmm. right? Hey man, come on, get up off your feet. You got this. But far as like advice, cause we don't, we don't dig that deep mm. into each other. Like to even get it. Very few of us do. Yeah, because most men are kind of like we surface level. You may know a little bit about what's going on at home or at work. Problem though, it is a part of the problem. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that I mean, absolutely, that that is part of the problem. But like, yeah, so the vice that men that we give to each other, to me, it's not that. I mean, it takes a long time for men to kind of get really in nice, strong bonds, right? It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen like okay, I don't meet no dude. You know, two months from now, we obviously we like we tight. Yeah, over years, decades, even. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but that's, uh, should it be like that? Maybe it shouldn't, but I mean, that's how we kind of like, I mean, we move, that's we move different. Right yeah, that's where okay. it is. Okay. So they're not necessarily giving you advice, but what does it sound like when a man is in your ear? So when a man, so we, uh, ideally, I think every man needs another man in his ear to kind of help guide him, right? Because mm-hmm. like all of us haven't been through everything in life. So you need somebody that's going to help, look, hey, another perspective that's balanced enough so you can kind of make some really good decisions. Right. right. But I think like a good man or that's in another male's ear to say, Hey, you know what? He's going to, first of all, make sure he's thinking or seeing right as far as far about himself. Right. But Hey, you know what? You got this. You're able to, you know, to conquer this, you're a good man. And then mm-hmm. the second, the second thing that he's going to try to do is say, okay, now how are you causing the problem or how can you fix it with what your action, forget about the other person or situation mm-hmm. What can you do to kind of help make it better? Hmm. And to me, that's what I've seen, at least of experience in my own self, say, you know what, that's the best advice that has been given to me to say, hey, you know what, Michael, you know what, hey, I understand what you're saying, but could you, you know, shift this way in order to make, you know, your wife happy or to make sure, you know what, y'all not getting them in too many arguments, whatever, like they're shifting me versus saying, you know what, man, I don't know why she's tripping. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, you know what, yeah, your kids, man, they bad. They, they mm-hmm. real, real bad. You know, they're not. We have great kids. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not, they don't necessarily, you know, 
focus on that, they focus on, okay, making sure, you know, hey, you good, you solid, you got mm-hmm. this. And then saying, okay, now what can you do to kind of, you know, change your perspective to make the situation better? So they're more checking you versus yeah. kind of like demeaning the wife. Like they're challenging yeah. you to do something. Absolutely. I think that that's, that would go for women too. I think yeah. that's a really great quality if you have a friend that um, affirms the relationship but says, you know, Tristan or, you know, place your name in the blank. You know, maybe you need to make some changes, you know, man. And I also appreciate friends that challenge me. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I necessarily like it in the middle of the challenge, but as friends, mentors, whoever you have in your life, they can, you know, they're not digging into you, but they might say, give you a suggestion. Like, well, have you ever thought of, well, maybe his perspective might be, well, you should consider um, those kinds of things are really important in a relationship to have that. And I also want to note making sure that whoever is, you know, the friend, male, female, I think it's, um, it's important that they, I want to be careful with my word Mm -hmm. in here, but that they um, support the union. So that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, your single friends can't talk to you. I'm not saying that because you can have some really some single friends that can really um, inform your marriage and can really support your union. I think that there are some different dynamics that they might not have experienced, but it doesn't mean that they don't have some wisdom. That doesn't mean that they don't have something um, that could be beneficial. But I, I would also recommend that if you're married, try to have some married couple friends that you're able to connect with um and it might take a little longer like i might connect a lot faster than michael but have building and investing in some relationships where when you're having those days you can just say like who are we you know michael and you know michael tristan we need to we need to spend some we need to go on a date or we just need to hang out or why don't y'all come on over because we need we need to air out some things i think that that's really really important having people that are in both a similar life stage as you and people that are not that can kind of inform you like having maybe an older couple we've talked about this on the show before but having an older couple that um, invests and speaks into your life that might have a different vantage point or having a younger couple that might have different zeal and energy and perspective um, I think that those things can really really help support the union I mean, yeah, yeah. so that's the good side of it but what's the bad side look look like right when you have the wrong friend in your ear when you have like that single friend, you know, you married or trying to be in a committed relationship and they seem like, man, come on, let's go over here. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's roll to the club. Or a married friend that has different kind of structure in their, yeah. in their relationship. I think that that is one of the most dangerous things that you can have is um, um, a relationship, no matter how long, if it's a family, if it's a friend um, that does not respect, honor um, and value the structure of your relationship Um, because what can happen is then you start to feel resentful in your marriage because you don't get to do quote unquote what they get to do or what they are saying starts to sound better than what you are experiencing. So they get to go have their girlfriend trips and you need to stay home with the kids. You know, it's like, wait a minute, I'm not liking the way that this is feeling Mm -hmm, versus mm -hmm. somebody saying like, you know what, why don't y'all talk about this? And maybe you can get a weekend getaway or a staycation or, you know, a girl's night out. Like there are some alternatives, not to say that you can't go on your girlfriend trip, but they might right. make you start to resent the the um, lack of freedoms perceived um, that, that they get to, that they get to have and enjoy. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, you talk about girlfriend trips and like, 
I mean, I, I'm, 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 me, I'm a, I'm like not a fan of those. The people girlfriend do it. Trips. Yeah, girlfriends or the or going guys, or, guys or guys golf trip. trips yeah. and stuff like that. Or a guy trip, either one. I'm not this like making that the norm. I'd love to hear you say why. Go, huh? go. No, because it's like to me, it's like man, I, why, why would I not? Maybe I'm, I'm different. I don't know. Y'all have another opinion of how you see it, but like, I had the most fun with you. Aww. So like, why I'm gonna go with some guys? <laughs> to do something, man. It's gonna be cool and all. I may have some fun, but like, if I want to really have like the most fun, you want to have out with, with you. your best friend. Yeah. See, I think that you know your your marriage, who you marry, should be your best friend. It does not mean, well, they and you can evolve into that, you know. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't have other friends. So I, I'm obviously I agree. I like to go. I like to mm-hmm. hang out with Michael. Like if we're going somewhere, it's I have the most fun. With him, but I'm not opposed to, you know, hey, you want to do something. But quite frankly, if I look, I have friends that go all over. And if y'all want to go to France, I definitely want to go with my dude. You know, if y'all want to go to Jamaica, I want I want to kick it with him on the beach in the swimsuit and, you know, eating whatever, yeah. whatever they got. Mangoes, <laughs> you know, with yeah, mangoes. Some, and... You know, I love mangoes. <laughs> So, but you know, I think that there are different strokes for different folks. So, but it is mm-hmm. important for you and your spouse to be on the same page so that when somebody comes into your ear, because I, I look at that as like a snake, like somebody that's whispering something yeah, and yeah. then you become discontent and frustrated and then you start taking it out at home and eventually that gets louder and louder. Right. You know, like we have, we talk about our kids. Um, my daughter is at the age where if you do not acknowledge, actually both of them, if you do not acknowledge her upon the first two times, she's going to get louder and louder and louder until you say like, yes, ma'am, like what? And I think that that's what happens um, with that voice. Like it starts off like, mommy, 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 mommy. And it's the same thing until Mm -hmm. you start, until that voice takes over every other sound in the room. And then by that time you have a, a severing in your right. relationship with your spouse. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I just like, I'm going to put a qualification on what I just said about, you know, doing only things with your spouse. I, I think it's, I mean, it's good to get time apart and kind of sure. maybe do your own thing. I don't think you said only. Yeah, I didn't spouse. say only, but yeah. somebody may kind of read that that way. Okay, okay, right? fair like, enough. Uh, like, man, we can't get no time apart. No, I think it's good to kind of like, you know what? You may, you got some few things that you do outside of your relationship that kind of just, you know, that you like to do and you want to yeah. get away. But like when that becomes a norm of like, okay, you know what? I had the most fun. You mentioned France, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, why would, why would I want to go on a, on a cool trip, a yeah. unique place and not have you there? I cannot, I, I don't, I can't comprehend. Yeah. People do it. So yeah. I ain't knocking if y'all do that. That ain't no, you know, do you. ain't no love loss. Do you. It's just, I can't, I don't get it. Yeah. I yeah. don't get it. Yeah. But I, I think it is important to um, distinguish the time that you spend away from your spouse is important. And mm-hmm. the time that you spend with your spouse is important. And however yeah. you define that, if you, if y'all like going to the club together, okay, whatever, whatever you do, if you like to go to trips, whatever right. if you and you, you and your husband, y'all like to tour restaurants, whatever. And it doesn't mean that you can't do some of those things with other people. It's just right. really, really important that you keep the main thing, the main thing. And if this is supposed to be your best friend, most of us want to spend as much time as possible with our best friend. We got married for a lot of reasons, but it's really like, hey, I really like hanging out with you. I really like taking time right. to spend with you. And I think there should be some sort of alarm that goes on in the back of your mind when you stop wanting to spend time 
with your friend. Not to say, again, you can't take your girlfriend trips if that's what you do then do you be aware of who's on those trips with you? You know, like if it's like every time it's, you're the only married one, the priorities just might be different. I think that might be the point I'm getting at. Yeah. The priorities really might be different. If you have a lot of single friends and you're married, they're not concerned about getting back to the house at a certain time. You might need to be, you might've talked to your husband, Hey, we're going to be out until midnight. And they want to go to a, you know, out to eat after they do the activity. You can't do that. After midnight. What is open after midnight okay. that they going to go to? Okay. Well, I feel, okay. You know, they better they put a name on it then, because I don't like. I don't. I'm about. To, I'm thinking some other stuff they going to. <laughs> the they ain't no. Saying, yeah. Ain't nothing open after midnight. Yeah. Well, what? Seven Eleven. Instantly up. Parallel. That's, that's it. That is it. <laughs> so that's what we grew up hearing. Yeah. So all, all I'm saying is make sure that the priorities of your friends, you know, are the same that are in support of your marriage. So if you guys are on the same page, if he takes a weekend golf trip with his friends, cool. Just make sure. You still support that. And if anything changes, if, hey, it was cool before we had kids, but now we have a five-year-old, you can't be doing this. Hey, right. it was cool, you know, when, when they were five, but now they're 16. I need a little bit more help. Hey, right. it was cool when they were 16, but now if anything changes, you really have to be able to talk to your spouse because those things have to be fluid. There might be seasons when the girlfriend trips don't work. It might be seasons when, hey, I just need a break, go on and go. So that just means that communication has to has to keep happening. So, you know, as we're kind of moving through this, Michael, we've kind of talked about some relationships, but what are some positive things that we can kind of put into our ear besides our own voice? Because sometimes it really does get weakened. Sometimes it, yeah. life gets so hard and so challenging that it's like, what, what I need something. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you have to at least in, to be in a strong relationship and maybe somebody else figure out another method of like, whether listen to some messages, listen to some, some motivational speakers mm -hmm. to really that speak specifically to relationships and how to build stronger values before them. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I got certain people I listen to that like, you know, constantly just like, okay, you know, I need to, I need to pick me up and lease for me and then for my relationship that helps feed me. I listen to love songs. You know what I mean? I'm a love of my heart, but like some of the love songs kind of just get into me like, okay, you know what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Little Tony Braxton or something. Okay. You know, Nita Baker. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah, I love Anita Baker, so can't go wrong. Anita Baker, Kylie LaBelle. Yeah, so it's like a different people that kind of in, in just like just feeds into my mind in the, in the space that mm -hmm. I'm trying to reside. I'm trying to reside in the space of like of love and giving and kind of be a better communicator. I had to read more. Mm -hmm. I'm learning to read more, particularly like, you know, I'm a sports news, you know, what's going on in the finances. I mean, stuff like that has been kind of, I've always read, but like now I gotta, I'm got i trying to dig into more about communication, try to, how to, how to relate to people, how to relate to my woman better, how to relate to my kids better. Because mm -hmm. like we're moving through life, right? And like, you know, stuff, things are shifting. Our kids are growing up. We're changing. We're getting, you know, more mature in our relationship and our love. So like, I'm trying to figure out how can I keep all that together and like really grow it to a level that needs to be grown to. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. Like, thank you guys for listening to us because we hope that this is a resource um, for you. Um, right. There are great books. We have some on our website. There are bookstores and audible and all kinds of ways that you can listen to books, even passively listening what is better than nothing. And I also think it's important to make sure that whatever you're listening to affirms your marriage. So if you're, and I'm not, I do not criticize whatever you watch and whatever you listen to, but just be aware of the messaging that it's sending you. Um, like some people, 
If you like your reality TV, watch your reality TV. I don't have a problem. But just make sure that you have some distinctions in between this is the, this is their relationship, this is mine. Um, what can you learn from that? Is Are there any positive takeaways? Or is everything negative? How do you feel? There might be some shows that you enjoy watching that later you kind of feel like, well, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this now. I, I don't want right. to mention right. I don't want to mention any specifically, but some we um we used to watch a show that I didn't feel anything about it. It was just a television show. Mm-hmm. Um and he would watch it and after a couple couple episodes or maybe a season, I don't remember. But he was like, I don't think I can watch this show anymore. It's not it's not really mm-hmm. benefiting the relationship. It might be taking me a place I really don't need to go. Um so if you if you find yourself there, you know, recognize that don't think no i got this i got this because i think that that's that prideful thing i was talking yeah. about earlier that can kind of mess you up but you have something to say. yeah i was thinking like you about yeah i was like man i was like because you talk about some stuff i'm like you know what i used to not believe like what you kind of listen to and watch can feed into right how you see yourself or see people uh-huh. i mean you think okay you know i can watch this or i can listen to that and like oh, no big deal you know i can keep it separate Mm-hmm. But I, it, I think it's hard to keep it separate and what people realize and get stuck in like a mindset, whether it's type of music you listen to or what you see on TV. I think it's hard, right, to kind of watch certain shows or listen to certain music and like separate the two of like how you are and what you're mm-hmm. seeing. Mm-hmm. I didn't and I, I grew into the aspect of saying, OK, you know, I got to be careful what mm-hmm. I'm watching because it may I don't want even to trickle anything of that into my life. Right. Yeah. I think that's important. I think that's a sign of maturity, but I also think it's just important to recognize like mm-hmm. um, this might not be for me and not to criticize what anybody else does, but this might not yeah. be for me. Um, so ma- you mentioned listening to some books, listening to some um, messages, um, making sure that you're listening to music that's edifying, that can build you up, that can support um, yeah. your relationship and making sure that the people that you're listening to um, and that are in your ear are positive and contributing positively. So thank you guys for joining us. Make sure that you comment um, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Look at our website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.